Fighting a giant dragon should be more fun. Today I'm talking about Shazam! Fury of the Gods. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about shazam fury of the gods which is the sequel to the 2019 film shazam uh the original which i liked a lot and this one i did not for reasons i'll get into shortly and they are not specifically about comments made by zachary levy which i will address in the review itself so uh yeah without further ado let's get started at as much difficulty as the DC Extended Universe had, and boy did it have a lot of it, one of the noteworthy highlights was 2019's Shazam, a movie that made the most of the character's unique premise and had all of the jokes and heart you want from superhero fare. Honestly, a more hopeful movie than any version of Superman we've seen from the DCEU, which is saying something. So bringing back the original director and the original writer should be a recipe for success in the sequel, right? Right? Four years into living a superhero life with him and his foster siblings, Billy Batson is feeling distant from his siblings and worried about what the future holds for him once he turns 18. Which means it's not a great time for the daughters of Atlas, Hespera, and Calypso to arrive with the intent of taking over Earth. Now, Billy and the Shazamily will have to work together to save their city and their world against a set of powerful gods. And their dragon. As is becoming too common these days, we've got some house cleaning to do regarding the star of this movie, Zachary Levy. When the original Shazam came out, it had been a bit since Levy was in the public spotlight, and this seemed like a perfect merger of actor and part. Since then, Levy has made a number of public statements that put him into similar camps as Aaron Rodgers, thanks to some COVID conspiracy nonsense and bad-mouthing a bunch of people, including new DC head James Gunn, for casting his brother, a working actor who has also done mocap work for all of his superhero movies, and also cast the star of a show he starred in, in Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane, uh, the marvelous Ms. Maisel, for those of you wondering, he accused James Gunn of nepotism. In short, his public reputation has soured quite a lot in the last few years, which might make you think the negative review I'm about to give you feels like a reflection of his character, which it is not, though his performance is a large part of it. The alleged central idea of this movie is actually a really good one. Right at the time when all of the members of his family are growing up or becoming more independent and adult, Billy is holding on for dear life trying to keep things the same. Understandable considering his unstable history, but not a healthy overcorrection to his aloof attitude towards them in the last movie. So the battle to save Earth this time around should be all about him learning to let go and let them operate on their own, right? Right? This is where the movie stumbles and never truly recovers. On paper, the Daughters of Atlas are a good comparison or foil to the Shazam gang. They are a united front against a group that seems distant, so maybe Billy will try to take it all on by himself because he feels like he can't count on them anymore, right? R right? Nope. The baddies capture Freddy, and then the rest of the Shazam family work with Billy hand-in-hand -hand the entire time. No conflict about it whatsoever. Instead, the emphasis is put on questioning whether Billy and company are worthy again, which didn't we do this in the last movie? And a series of escalating set pieces as they try to figure out a way to save everybody and beat the bad guys. Billy's not a god. Yeah, that's kind of why he's a great hero. I swear we went over this before in the last movie. Said set pieces are all 
fine. They're fun, big, and silly, and mostly work, but they lack the emotional heft that can make it feel like something besides action figures smashing together. The other problem is that this movie leans really heavily on its comedic angle, and it's just not working. Mainly because they think Zachary Levy playing an idiot 13-year-old who's actually about to turn 18 is hilarious. This isn't to say that teenagers aren't dumb or, or impulsive, but the discrepancy between the limited glimpses we see of Billy to Shazam Billy are night and day. They're not even close to the same guy. This is equal parts writing and Levy's performance, because Levy is acting like someone who's not around teenagers thinks a teenager sounds like. As an example, he's reintroduced by trying to have a couch session with a pediatrician. Like an 18-year-old who lives in Philly and has been through the foster care system his entire life wouldn't know what a therapist is? It's really off and owns about two-thirds of this movie. What really started to grate at me as I continued to watch this was how many missed opportunities there are here. For instance, the dragon of the that the Daughters of Atlas sick on the heroes is fueled by fear. What better way for Billy to face down his fear of being alone again or feeling abandoned than by succumbing to this at some point, failing to do his heroic duty and then come roaring back, pun intended, once he realizes that distance, age, and time doesn't break those bonds? How awesome would that be? It's not there. Or how much would it mean to the foster parents when it's revealed that their kids, the one that they've basically adopted, are operating as a superhero family? Shouldn't hit that hit really hard for characters as established who, as established in the last movie, grew up in the system themselves? It should, but it doesn't. Instead, we get Zachary Levy talking about how the Fast and Furious movies taught him the power of family to an actor who has been in multiple Fast and Furious movies without a hint of irony. Gods, what a mess. The verdict is, kill it with fire. Disappointing would be an understatement for this one. Skip it. Three out of ten. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.